I was in my house and 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 I had I had the car outside. You know what I did? It slashed the tire. So I said, well, I go to the station and change it. I got in the car with my son, six years old. When I got to the service station, I got down, I was changing the tire. And when I was putting the tire in, Mickey Ficky Builder. Yellow. Yeah. I'm going to try my best to, I'll be listening back to these episodes and I feel like I curse way too much. Okay. You know, so I'm going to try my best. I mean, there's still going to be some cursings going on. Are you asking me to curse less? Because I'm. Oh, no, you do uh, your I'm thing. Say, I'm, sp- I'm not going to commit to that. I'm speaking about me. I'm, I'm finna turn 40 the end of this year and I need to, like, I need to kind of, like, you know, learn how to, like, control my. That is ass backwards. The older I get, the less I. Who, I've been alive long enough to say whatever the fuck I want to say. Right. Oh. So the older I get, it, the worse it's gonna get. Okay. I'm gonna be Madia out here. My, my oh Madia. Listen, I'm gonna be Madia out here. <laughs> Why do you pronounce it Madia? I thought it was Madia. So there is Madia, right? Like, but in my you don't do that in your family. So in my family, my mom's grandma is Madia. Oh no! Nah, like ne- yeah, like that's I ne- a real. I never heard that term to Tyler Perry. Yeah, I, that's a I real matriarch thing. Like yeah, we really did call my great grandmother Madia. Madia. Oh okay, yeah. but that's how you pronounce it, Madia. Well, it was apparently my uncle. It was his way of saying my dear, and people changed it to oh, so my dear. Oh yeah, your uncle invented it. No, it? no, no. I'm just that, that's, that's, that's just what sounded. they told me as a kid. How's that? That's how they. That's how they just sounded. My uncle invented it. And right, he absolutely another, made it up. But no, because I've heard people say Madea before. Yeah. But we, my family particularly says Madea. Madea. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I never heard it till the Tyler Perry plays. Really? Yeah. Uh, so you had a big mama, didn't you? Nah, I just call her grandma. Shout Your mom's grandma? Shout out to Dolores. Huh? Your mom's grandma? Nah, I call my mom, ma. No, I said your mom's grandma. Oh, I I, I don't know. You know, she passed. Oh, okay. well, she she was never alive while I was alive. So. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So I think she just referred to her grandma's grandma as well. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Grams of Snow, man, we are back in this thing. Talk about, popular. Talk about episode three of cocaine cowboys the kings of miami yeah the Ever- real kings clearly yeah no nah, they no nah, it, it got the, the legend grew Listen. as they say in this episode linda honey yeah um you know who this is man it's your boy treasy aka richard gramson <laughs> richard Go gramson yeah man yeah man you know I'm, I'm not gonna go to hell but i might go to space and a virgin x uh, a virgin spaceship. I want to know rich, what the white I'm, men know. I'm Sir Richard Gramson. Um, uh, what they know is that um, what they know is that climate change is real. Climate change. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're using that Bitcoin and all those coins are yeah. mining even more. You know, yeah. they, getting they, rid of all our resources. They'd be like, man, nah, that climate change. It's not real. Don't worry about no, it. No, all no, are good. I'm Stay here. Yeah, yeah. I'm out though because yeah, it's gonna real. Make a bunch of Bitcoin and go. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you hear that speaking is my co-host six, aka Barbara Bush. Why I gotta be Barbara Bush? Did you hear the intro on the last episode? Yes. Now why <laughs> I gotta be Barbara? You want to? You want everybody to say no to drugs, right? Well, Barbara, this is Shirley. Yeah. 
Kelly Sweet at Barbara Hale. Nah, Barbara that. Bush. Sappy ass bitch. Yeah. Married to that sappy ass man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's you though. Wow. <laughs> so anyway. Wow. Yeah, man. Um I've been doing some this is kinda on subject but off subject. It's on some gangster shit stuff. So when you see how it's self-censored. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. <laughs> stuff. Oh, I've been doing are you familiar with Black Brothers Inc.? Like the Philadelphia Black Mafia? No, I'm ashamed to say that now. I you, you know, I I've of course I've always heard of the junior black mafia, the JBM. Yeah. Because that was kind of like if you ever seen state property. Yeah, I've heard a, of the junior. Yeah, ABM was kind of like supposed to be, I guess, sort of like a not, I don't want to say knockoff, but like a reference to the JBM. Correct. Correct. Um, I'd always heard of the Junior Black Mafia, but before the JBM was the Philadelphia Black Mafia. Okay. And uh, I'm starting to do a little bit of research on the Philadelphia Black Mafia, and it, and their story is mad interesting. So um, do my googles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to throw that out there, but um, oh man. Can we address something that we were supposed to address episodes one and two? Yes. <laughs> because it, it, this needs to be said. And I feel like every time we don't say it, the credibility shifts just a little bit. Okay. Treasy has a new <laughs> This pitball, pitball, pitball. This pitbull song at the beginning. It's his new favorite. At the Nah, who's new favorite? Yours. Uh, shoot. Treasy loves his song. <laughs> shoot. Shoot. Um, no, nah. oh, God oh bless yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's divert this conversation. This is the perfect time to to, to give a shout out. Um, special, special shout out to, to Michael K. Williams, man. Uh, he was gone far too early, far too early. Um, uh, even though six things to wires mid, she did have respect for Omar. Here you go. I mean, you did, you wasn't on it until you know, I didn't think, the, but again, like in all seriousness, I think that one of my favorite, and I said this before. One of my favorite things about The Wire was I I loved characters like Omar, mm-hmm. right? Like they took really, really good care of mm-hmm. their characters, right? Right. And in watching interviews and stuff and everyone who's on that show recognized that Michael K. Williams brought a humanity mm-hmm. to a character we all should have hated. Right. And right. you you knew that Omar was a quote unquote bad guy, but you loved him. Nah, he's not. Nah, and, and even he, that, he no, he's not the bad. Right, you see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. But and that wasn't because of the character and his actions. It was because of the life that was given to him by Michael K. Williams. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that humanity. That yeah, like even that. You know, people start posting videos and stuff, and you see them Omar come in, and just the look on his face, like. Mm-hmm. He didn't like it. Yeah. He knew what happened, but he didn't like it, right? Like, you, he didn't have to say anything. Omar right. never told you that he hated his role in the neighborhood. Yeah. That it, it was just who he was. Yeah. But every time you saw him and people are running from him and saying, Omar's coming, you saw on his face, I fucking hate this shit. Yeah. And yeah. just Michael K. Williams, the humanity he brought to Chalky White, it just... You never watched Boardwalk Empire. Don't start. Excuse me? You wasn't in the Boardwalk Empire. Don't don't even try. My don't father loved that show. Yes, I did. Don't even try to slide it past the listeners. <sighs> okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. Niggas. You you was giving Michael Michael K. Williams his flowers. God forbid, right? Yeah. But no, no, it was, and I think that um, people should not do drugs. Right? We we are not a mm-hmm. a, a proponent of or supportive of you doing drugs. But that's a fact. If you are going to, please. 
please find a way to test your drugs or fentanyl. Please. Yeah, I don't know. How, how do you do that? Do they they have it? test strips you they can buy. Um, okay. I think it's called dosetest.com. Okay. You can buy them for a dollar a strip. Got it. They'll deliver right to your house. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not completely comfortable with the fentanyl conversation in reference to Michael K. Williams. No, no, no. I'm just saying in general because it's it's been happening. I don't, that just happened. I don't know anything about what happened to him. Right, right. That nasty ass publication should have told us anything else besides he passed. Yeah, that's it. I'm not referring to that at all. Okay. I'm just saying there seems to be an uptick when we talk about the comedian who also just passed, Fuqua. When we talk about. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Somebody, Somebody passed from fentanyl? There, was it for sure or yes, is, is it still his was for sure it was laced with fentanyl oh wow um the the young white boy from the flash just od'd on fentanyl yesterday passed away yes yo that's man that's not worse than covid out here bro and, that's the real pandemic yeah so like yeah. you know and and people say it's and it's not an od listening to a different podcast it's not an od they were right it's poisoning yeah it's po- okay that's a good that's a good point yeah because if i'm buying cocaine yeah. i'm not buying fentanyl okay you see what i'm saying so yeah. you po- drugs are poison period yeah but i was buying coke right i wasn't buying fentanyl. i, was, like, I wasn't buying that yeah. yeah so just again don't do it but that's naive to say if you are doing it so yeah just be careful as careful as you can be very much man and again shout out to michael k yes um, god bless the dead um yeah man uh but, oh but uh, I diverted from my original point, which mm-hmm. is this Pitbull song at the beginning. It's his favorite. No, it's not my favorite. As a matter of fact, I think it is a trash song. I'm sorry. If Billy Corbin's listening, I apologize. I get it. Shout out to Billy Corbin, by the way. You know, he I, interacts. He does. I get it. He's from Miami. You know, but the song, if you listen to the lyrics, the song is trash. There bro. were several rappers you could have picked. You should have came at Rosé for that one. Oh, that, he would have killed this. That would have been way better. That's right up his lane. Denzel Curry could have done this. Is he from Miami? He is from I Carroll City. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah man. You 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 could have came. I, and no disrespect to Pitbull because no. he got way more millions than, uh, than I have currently in my bank account. Yeah. So, so. Mr. 305. Oh, uh, and, and he deserves all his flowers. But, Just not this particular. Yeah, one. but like doing metaphors with cocaine and trying to trying to do like <laughs> I gave you power with cocaine. Now, it ain't it ain't your that ain't anyway. your lane, Playboy. Yeah, yeah, we love you deep, but yeah. this particular song. That song trash, bro. Get a bag, young man. But, he made um, a Bruce Lee reference in the jump, and then did the ad lib. He did, and we weren't. Yeah, and we let it slide. We. No, yeah. no, Billy, let the, this slide. The execs sat there and listened to this to, and said, to that song and this was like, gonna kill "This him. is this is jamming. This gonna kill. This <laughs> jamming is on jamming on the one. Jamming on the one. <laughs> jamming on the one. This is the one. So anyway, yeah. I, I I wanted to make because two episodes slid past that we didn't talk about that. And you were very upset at the end of each episode. We forgot to fucking say. It was yesterday. I put it at the top of my notes, circled it. I mean, not yesterday, but last episode. I put it on the top of my notes, circled it, big cap letters still missed it and still missed it so anyway um dog this episode this okay so so the way that this series is going every episode is getting better to me yes Um, and you never think it yeah you keep feeling like okay they could end the story here right and they don't and they don't it keeps getting funnier it keeps getting iller it keeps getting more gangster yeah, well, I feel like I feel like, and and I think that's the um beauty of these streaming services like this, right? Is you get a chance to see 
you get a ch- they get a chance to see in real time how many people are patronizing this, mm-hmm. how many people like what the demographic is for this thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They get they get a chance to get all the analytics right off the rip. So like w- once something starts trend, once a documentary like this starts trending on Netflix, I feel like it builds an audience for a movie. Yeah, I feel like the I feel like the the features coming. Yeah. You know, or or the the series the scripted series or something. Because the story's too good. Yeah, it's it it's too good to be true. Like, right, like, but it is. If you didn't have newspaper clippings and old video footage, I think this was bullshit. You could not convince me you, this was the you, truth. You couldn't convince me, dog. I call you a liar to your face. You told me a story. That's a fact. Like, That's a fact. So, um, I was hurt in this episode because, first of all, these these dudes they they went off they went wild, right? Like they were they were killing witnesses they left and the right. Bodies. They they was they was they was popping up crazy. I got my feelings hurt hard because <laughs> Recut snitched. Oh, or he he at least cooperated. I don't know if he. I don't know if he followed through with the snitching. My nigga Rika. But he made he made He's, a conscious effort to snitch yeah. after a botched He cooperated, period. Hit attempt. Yeah. Right. Well his baby was with him. That will change so. things. The Tony Posada thing was wild. Whole wife almost got blown up, casino style. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um they was a little these Colombians were a little sloppy. They were a little sloppy with these hits. They missed some bodies they really should have got. Yeah, so... Because um, you were supposed to wait for that bomb to go off at Posado House, and if it didn't, you were supposed to make sure it's still... Yeah, you were supposed to gun gun people down. And if you a, if you a gangster, like you say, Rika and his son should have been the fuck up out of here. Yeah. The, I ain't going to hold you or fold you. When when they when that story first came on, I thought for sure his son was going to catch a bullet. Yeah. I thought it was like they was, they was going to roll up on a six-year-old pat-pat. We shouldn't know. Recut shouldn't be in this. Yeah, he shouldn't. A good hit. See, you know who this never happened to? Hmm. Griselda Blanca. Yeah, she she would have killed the whole gas station. Her nigga would have went back and made sure. Yeah, yeah. I wonder, did she ever pull the trigger herself in any of these, or I was don't know. or was it all buffers? Probably. I think she only killed her husband. So I think she let everybody else kill everybody. Okay, else. So she do got bodies then. Yeah, yeah, but right. they were all like her husband's. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that that hurt my feelings. The recut snitching really hurt my feelings, yeah. and it prompted me. But okay, so it's it, it pretty much seems like everybody who's talking on this thing snitched to to some degree. Now, when I called everybody a snitch, you told me that was a strong word. Well, it's a strong word without without any evidence. I be that's all I was saying. Yeah. Well, we have the evidence now. No, <laughs> we have the evidence. George Valdez. We do have somebody. I mean, well, so George Valdez. It doesn't seem like he snitched. It seems like he was on the verge of cooperating. He cooperated. No, nah, it doesn't seem like he. It seems like they called him as a witness, but I don't. Did, was that confirmed that he cooperated? He sat up there and told them things. He he gave conversation. He said, "I gave them this. I gave them the cartel. I gave them this much money. When I came back, they told me they were done. Whether or, he didn't lie in his mind. Okay, he told the truth, but yeah. he told it to the gov- to the DA. Oh, but you know what though. That was something else that popped up in this episode that I wanted to I wanted to ask for a question. Mm-hmm. They made it clear that the statute of limitations was five years here. No, they were saying that they stopped dealing drugs five years before the indictment was created. Right. 
So, but that that is isn't that the definition of statute of limitations? Does statute of limitations count against the time of indictment or the time of trial? It took them like two, three years to get trial. Yeah, but that, I mean, I would imagine it's the time of indictment. Let's that's find out. that's that's time stamping. That's like copywriting. That's like copywriting the IP, right? Like when you when you when you bring up an indictment, that's saying that like, okay, as of today, this is the BS that they've been. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been, you know, that we built a case up against. So, but, you know, none, so whether or not, you know, whatever that joint says, but. Oh, you're right. Yeah. A so, statute of limitations, a law that sets the maximum amount of time that parties involved are just in a dispute have to initiate legal proceedings. There you go. Yeah. So they said it's five years mm-hmm. and I've always heard it was seven. I've never done like the research on mm-hmm. it, but I've always heard seven years. So I thought that was interesting. But and and that's kind of what that's what it seemed like George Valdez was basically saying was that like since the since uh, they it was made known that like for five years these guys hadn't been doing their thing. Mm -hmm. He was willing to speak about it in that way because the statute of limitations was already over. Like, yeah, I dealt with these guys, but it was over five years ago sort of thing. So it was like you're cooperating, but you're cooperating, understanding that like nothing that you're saying is hurting them. Cooperation is cooperation. If their lawyers weren't as good as they were, mm-hmm. that could have got them murked. Okay. That's a very good point. Think about it. Even the prosecution was like, we, it was our first time seeing a statute of limitations defense. Mm. So that brings me to the, to a conversation I want to have. Is it ever acceptable for an outlaw to cooperate with the police. Th- now, this mm. is this, this the conversation around snitching. It's a very um, it's one of those like it's not a monolithic conversation. Everybody right. sort of has their definition about what constitutes a snitch. Okay, you know, the, the, I think I think one of the biggest uh, urban legends is that a civilian can be considered a snitch. No. No. Right. No. And that that's so, not a real thing. So we need to debunk that. So when Cass yeah. is going around wearing like the stop snitching t-shirts. Shut up. That was like, and Cameron went on, Bill O'Reilly talking about, yeah, I wouldn't say nothing if a serial killer was living next to me. Shut up. Yes, right. you would. You should actually. Now, now that kind of makes sense for Cameron of everything that he was rap, he rapped about on his lyrics was real. Youngstown, Dayton, Cleveland, Cincinnati. Yeah. Doing this. That's, but. To bring the work up. Uh, uh, tell them that I sent you. Yeah, Tell them that I sent you. Have a broad have a sense. I know, but my thing is, even that, right? I think that a serial killer and a are they different? But well, but they all they all operate outside the confines of the law, and that's what makes an outlaw. Okay, that's that's okay. The, that's the whole thing that makes an outlaw. Okay, I. But I don't know. I don't know. Right? I think that. Even when we look at recut situation, mm-hmm. I don't know, right? Someone could have killed your kid, and they missed, and now you're afraid they're not going to miss next time, right? I don't know, but I think that also, you knew you were a drug dealer when you got here, right? So exactly, I think that's the whole conversation: is that under civilian standards, oh, what I, he I'm did, telling. what you absolutely tell it. I go to. I clock in every morning. I'm telling you. <laughs> but once, but once you make a conscious effort to engage in outlaw activities, which obviously selling drugs is, you you that is a verbal treaty. That yeah. is that is a verbal like 
Blood in, blood out. There you go. Yeah. Uh, understanding that like everything that happens in my life from here on in, it has to be handled outside of law enforcement. Right. And to me, that is the only converse. That's the only measurement of snitching or not snitch. What does this person do outside of, you know, to make their living? Is it inside the bounds of, you, you know, the constitution? If we're talking about America. Yeah. Uh, or is it outside of that? Okay. That can be that. I, that definition gives me like, okay, are you in or are you out? Like, right. There you go. Cause, cause again, a, a civilian can't snitch. There you go. Like this is not, that's not a thing, but you wake up in the morning and even someone who's selling a, a couple grams a month trying to get by, right. At low level dealers, even I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you snitching, right? Like, I don't know if, you, I don't know if you've, Selling nick and dime bags if if you snitching right but you definitely are i mean but again i'm gonna give more grace to yours because you're not really deep into this right you know but i get it yeah yeah i i i agree they're snitching but it's like yeah there's levels of course you snitching like you still broke right but if you live in like this you you were doing this job you've accepted the job You've accepted the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You've accepted the spoils that come with it, mm-hmm. but you're unwilling to accept any consequence that may also come with it at the expense of other people. There you go. That's just simple human decency. Like you don't get to do that. Like yeah. in, in any world, you don't get to do that. That's true. It's like saying I want to be married and only have the good parts of you. No, that's not a thing. Mm. Like you, you have it all. Right. It, it's all or nothing. It's all or nothing. No. So I don't even. I mean, I get it, recut, but broke my heart, kid. <sighs> Yeah, man. He was like, hold on. And he tried, he tried to sell it to us. Like, oh, now I'm cooperating. Now I have to cooperate. You didn't have to. But you, you decided You could have just left. You decided. You could have retaliated. You could have had them killed in prison. This is the world you live in. Yeah. You, that's that's the acceptable answer is that you retaliate. You go. You go. You go find his mother. Yeah. What 50 Cent say? What do I bring up like every every three episodes? I will go to your grandmother's house make you come find uh, me. I spray your mama crib. Make your uh, look for me. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, so, um, I think recut, that's how you're supposed to handle it, but I get it. Recut, recut just didn't seem like he was really, he seemed like a stand up comedian that like, <laughs> just, you know what I'm saying? Have he could drive a boat for drug dealers. You know, no pun intended, couldn't cut it nowhere else. Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? So he, he cut it in transportation, but, um, so, so, so I look at him different than I look at like a Peggy. I look at Peggy like it was. Like I look at Peggy like um to me he's the worst out of all of them, you know. What and I'm Peggy saying? was proud of himself. Yeah, I, oh they they tried to put a hit on me. I don't care. Yeah, because you know you deserve it. I don't care it. to this day. Yeah, you deserve it, bastard. You ain't your little uh, bleach blonde wife. Hey, look girlfriend at you. still not even look at wife. you being colorist. She's white. I don't care. Oh dang! Listen, white folks, I care. I care about all people. Huh? That's this treasy. This Richard right. Gramson. Aww. I just wanted to say that. Barbara Bush, though. Uh, yeah, that's you. <laughs> that's you. Um, um, so, uh, who was calling the hits, man? Do you think Willie and Sal were calling the hits for real? No. I don't think. So. I still think it was. I, I think it was above their heads. But I, I, I'm sure it was above their heads. But I don't even think they did it. I think this. I know this ties back to the fucking magazine ad that was put out with all their names oh that's right that's right that's right that's that right and yeah. his lawyers worked with the likes of noriega yeah 
So I'm, I'm sure there were conversations. There may have been. I, I can't say I'm sure of yeah. that. But it's not unthinkable that a lawyer used all of their contacts yeah. to make a case go the way they wanted it to. Right. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, yeah, that for sure the ads, and I, I'm still under the belief that the people that put the money up, because that's that's the whole thing. Who put the money up for it to happen? Yeah. And I don't think it was Willie and Sal. I no, think it was. No, no. I think it was at the top of the manufacturing chain, Pablo Escobar, Ochoa and Company. That's that's where my money is at. Okay. But um, I I, I just wonder if they're ever going to get to the bottom of that. It it seems like we kind of moved past that. But, I feel like they'll have to get back to that because they got off on this charge. Remember, yes. remember they said the murders are under investigation, but we're focusing on the drug charges right now. Right. So it might be a matter of we miss this, but we don't have to miss that. Got it. I think so anyway. Because again, guys, we're not watching ahead. So yeah. we really are. This is really, we've only seen the first three. Yeah. Yeah. And it's um, probably frustrating. If, you, if you've seen this whole thing, you're listening to us. It's probably frustrating. Yeah. Uh, and we apologize. We for vote that. you, Benji. I want to start, mate. I want to start. First of all, I want to get some merch going for Grams of Snow. I have some really I'm cool so ideas. Down for, for okay, we we need to talk about that off mic. But one one shirt that we gotta make, if we do make shirts, is we gotta make a shirt that says, "You should have took the proffer." You should have took the fucking proffer. You should have took the proffer, man. How, how arrogant ass oh, fucking man. prosecution. Duh. You could have had twenty years and forty million dollars and the names of everyone. Yeah, but you just knew. You and instead, you. they fucking walked. They walked, dog. They beat the feds. Are like these the first dudes in history, in history to beat the feds? I don't know. I don't know. D- but is, they didn't did they just, coin the term beat the feds? Yo. But they didn't just beat them. They whipped their ass. Yeah. Like, they made them look incompetent. Yeah, it was bad. That was bad. They're, they're, it was silly. Yeah. I wonder, d- does the white powder bar, do they still practice any of those guys? I wonder. I don't know, but I want to put them on retainer. I don't know what I'm going to need them for. Yeah. But if I ever do need someone, I'm looking for Alfred Krieger. Yeah. They need to, they need to, they need to call him up for, uh, for Max B. Slim. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? They need, they need, the to, need to put them on Max B. Um, yeah, that, that, uh, they beat the feds, dog. I didn't see that one coming. At all. Yeah, I didn't You know see what's that funny? I was like, and you're watching it and you're like, oh, they're not guilty. And I'm, I'm not. It was weird. They called out the foreman's name. Mm-hmm. They called out everyone else by the juror number. But the foreman has a name. Oh, yeah. Miguel Moya or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end, juror number two, who we can't see, yeah. lets us know that somebody yeah. was being paid. Was being paid to work with them. Yeah, I mean, listen, have you seen Runaway Jury with, uh, not John Malkovich, uh, uh, what's the guy's name? I've never seen it. Um, dang, boy, this is going to kill me. It's the other John something. Your phone's in your hand, Google it. Yeah, it is. I was checking my text like an idiot, but um, like, um, uh, let me see here. And that's my thing, right? Like, even when you're watching this, 17 counts, they, d- they did some of this shit. Uh-huh. But all of them? not guilty and juror number two made it clear that they disagreed about some stuff never said that they came to an agreement right just said that there was a disagreement there was a disagreement and there wasn't right john cusack that's his name gotcha yeah runaway jury with john cusack you can see clearly how a jury can 
can be manipulated. Yeah. If you watch that. So, so yeah, that, that, that's not unbelievable. And then when you're, when you're dealing with that type of money, I think everybody's, everybody's everybody got a price. Yeah. Everybody's for sale at that point. Um, yeah, that was funny to me. Well, I, I like the idea of them talking about sort of the de facto segregation that was happening in the juror mm-hmm. in the in the jury room. Um, or and it was right jurors. after the OJ trial, so it was. so racial niggas, tensions was that niggas was like, "What's high. up?" But you know, I just see, you know, this was early '90s. I wasn't as like race conscious as I am now. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, like, so Cubans and blacks weren't really vibing with each other. Still don't in Mexico. Still I mean, in Mexico, in Florida, in Miami. Yeah. So, uh, in Miami, there's three kinds of Cubans. Okay. Right. There are the George Valdezes. Right. <laughs> who I can see you. You're Cuban. Right. You have a Cuban name. You have Cuban life, but you decided it's easier and more comfortable to be white. Yeah. And you're you're gonna adopt all the horrible things about whiteness to try and uplift yourself to be close. They're the Trump supporting Cubans, right? Got it. Those exist, and then you have your just Cubans, like. We're right. Cuban. We look indigenous, Latino, whatever you want to call it. Right. We live our lives this way. Our politics are related to that. You know, we stand in solidarity. We don't have any issues. And then you have black Cubans who mm-hmm. understand they're black. Right. So you have a solidarity with them. But at this time, then and now, now especially, but I imagine then too, I was what, three when this happened. So mm-hmm. I don't know. But white Cubans have always been a thing. Right. Um. And I think that the model minority myth has always been a thing, especially as an immigrant when you come here. Okay. You're trying to set yourself apart from who this country has deemed the worst of itself. Got it. Who wants to be a nigga if you ain't got to be. And I imagine, especially back then, black folks were kind of tired of being told, I know black. Right. (laughs) I can see you. (laughs) I know black. So it's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They've always had issues. That would have fooled me. I, I well, only because I think I I can only think of things from my lens, and I know it's not the same. But I lived in the Bronx for a couple of years. I lived in a Dominican neighborhood. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And but I mean, low key, mad, I people, block. mad people thought I was Dominican, so maybe that's why I didn't have any problems. But it was a, it was a great neighborhood, like right off 174. Shout out to they the admitted show. they were black. No, no, no. We never. I mean, uh, race would never think. But, yeah, but what I'm no, I'm no. This was I was. This was like ten years ago. Oh, I didn't know. I, that. Yeah, I lived in the Bronx. But like, um, shout out to Smoke Dizzer, man. That was, that, was, that was my tour guide while I was while I was in New York. Um, um, but it the, the whole color. Well, it just wasn't an issue. Me being a black dude in the middle of a Dominican neighborhood. But I. But what I'm saying is, they kind of. I think mad people thought I was Dominican. Yeah. So maybe that's where the maybe there's that's where there was an issue for me. Maybe, and I think that I'm not naive enough to believe that those same issues don't exist in New York, right? Yeah. But I know there is a dynamic that exists in South Florida specifically mm-hmm. between um, all kinds of Caribbean immigrants, right, and black people mm. and white people. Mm. Um. Because of political disparities, because of wealth disparities, schooling, you know, it, it's been set up to make people feel like you got to pick a side. Mm. And the one side you don't want to be on. is the black side. Right. It's the yeah. niggas, right? So like you have black West Indians. That's where you get, not where you get it, but it's heavy down there. Oh, I'm not African-American. I'm Jamaican. Yeah. You know, and just the way that, and black people aren't innocent of that. The way that we treated Haitian people or... 
something like that. Like it was ugly and it was bred more because on top of that, not only are you these ethnicities, but you're also an immigrant in a place where you sell drugs or you're poor. Mm. You know what I mean? So Got it's, it. yeah. Got it. Okay. Interesting. Um, that the comment that the juror made when, okay. So apparently there was a fight, right? Ooh. When he said, yo, they gotta be guilty. They're fucking Cubans. Cause they Cubans and they got money. Nigga, what? I mean, in this particular instance, yeah. he wasn't wrong. See, he That's wasn't a crazy wrong. thing to say out loud. Well, I mean, okay, let's take into consideration. By that time, Scarface <laughs> had already come out. Damn, I right, right. I get it, bro. And and maybe I'm I'm always throwing bail to a black man. I'm sorry. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> it was a matter of he heard all these things happening and he knew they came from very humble beginnings right and that they didn't have any roots here that it couldn't have been a generational thing here yeah so he was like yo they're cuban immigrants and they got this money because that was one of the prosecution's thing like yeah we don't have to prove it because their lifestyle says they were right which is dumb to me but my my thing my okay we can't we can't let's not be naive right we've all been in rooms where that you've been in rooms with one group of people that have stereotyped another group of people yeah. for whatever reason. We have so, done it. So We're I know, not going to be liars either. Yeah, we have done it. I can definitely hear these words coming out of this dude's mouth. And it's funny to me because because I, I've been yeah. on the other end of it. Yeah. It, you know, it, whatever. It's it's real. Like, and like you said. Cubans, all this goddamn money they had <laughs> yeah, shit no when they way. got here. Ain't they no mom way. and daddy was born in Cuba. They came here dirt poor. You trying to convince me they're not selling drugs? Yeah. Go to hell. My thing is, like, as a juror, that's responsible <laughs> for, like, issue. You just can't you say can't that. Say that. You can't You gotta. These niggas' lives in your hands. Yeah. If you say, man, they Cuban, arrest the what? That's oh, what is a problem. Whoa. When, when, when you Everybody literally. calm down. When you literally judge dread out this junk and you, and you make a comment, like, that's when it's like, yeah. all right, now this is. That's right. like on the verge of systemic right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the verge. That that's yeah. exactly what we're talking yeah, about. That's, like, that's systemic like, to whoa, the sea. Like you're supposed to, my, yeah. my brother, my yeah. brother. We working too hard. You gotta calm that down, yeah, Chico. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You supposed to whisper that to the homegirl beside on, you. You sit next sit. to a black girl. Come on, Slim. Because it was the, it was de facto segregation. Come so you're so you supposed to be like, yo, fam. Now yo, you fam. and I both know. You know they killed What's up? You seen Scarface, bitch? You supposed to do that. Not say it out yeah. loud to the other Cuban in the room. Yeah, and then and then especially when they made Miguel Moya slim uh, the 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 jury president. What they call him? The foreman. The foreman. The jury foreman. And you gonna say something like that? Niggas ain't got no discernment. Yeah, man. Nah, I'm that jury need to be kicked off. The he. I don't even want to. I don't even want to be like. I don't even want me as a black man to have my life in, in that guy's hands. hand because yeah. he, he too emotional. Yeah, he way too emotional. <laughs> Poor the old man in there ended up faking a heart attack trying to get out because yeah. it was so tense. Now that's no. that's because t- because he knew he now knew them you people harming the eldest. Like <laughs> he knew them people was guilty. He ain't, he ain't want to issue that. Come on, he ain't want to go against that because it sounded like it sounded like Moya was. About, first of all, the drawing of Moya looked like he a, he a goonie. Listen, yeah. Moya was making decisions. Yeah. He was not simply like arbitrating. Yeah, he was making decisions. Yeah. You could tell he like Manolo. Yeah, he, he was, was like, "Hey, hey, no, no, no! I said they didn't do it. Now what?" Yeah, so, so that's kind of that's pressure. What, what? Who say that? Is that what Sweetie say? So, Sweetie, pressure. Oh no, no, that's Coyle Ray. She be saying pressure. Imagine me listening to Coyle Ray. I, I rock with the chick. Oh, I think she cool. I liked Coyle Ray's old stuff. Her new stuff, not so much. Yeah. Like her song "Huddy," I really enjoy. I like. Let me say this because I couldn't, I couldn't recite not a verse nor lyric from Coyle Ray. I like her energy. 
Okay. I think I think she is. I think she she seemed like she fun. I probably could only hang around her in doses because I'm yeah. old nigga and she yeah. a young she a young girl. She gives very much fuck energy. your opinion. Yeah, but but for about a for about a smooth ten minutes, I love to be in a room with her and just laugh it up and just and get a whiff of that energy. Like I want to be in the club when she in the club. There you go. I don't want to go to the club with her, but I want to be there when she there. There you go. Yeah. There you go. You said it. You you took the words right out right out my brain. Yeah. Um. Can we talk about the all right? Let's talk about the prosecution team only because I want to make a point about Pat Sullivan looking Patrick just like Sullivan. John McCain. <laughs> I thought that I was making that up in my head. He looked like John McCain, right? Yes, and I was like, "Huh, he looks familiar." And I was sitting here watching it, like, like I was watching it over, and Sheezy was editing something. I'm looking like that nigga look familiar. Yeah, John McCain. And then I thought, I wonder if he can raise his arms above his shoulders. Right, John McCain. John McCain. John McCain. Uh, that's where it is. Peggy made an interesting remark. Said uh, they they got Sal Sal and Willie for seventy five tons. He was like. Nigga, they had a ten year career. It's more like a hundred and seventy five tons. Yeah. So, so do you think now is the American government padding the stats so they could put the work back on the streets? Again, I will just say that Miami, beca- South Beach, mm-hmm. and Miami became what it is mm-hmm. relatively quickly. Okay. Um, with not a lot of capital. Mm-hmm. Cocaine was like Bitcoin, wasn't it? Very much so. Okay. Very much Cocaine so. was the first Bitcoin. It's still Bitcoin. It's still Bitcoin. Yeah. I don't know the 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 price of a key. I can't with all these like new synthetic drugs. The price of a key can't be so expensive. J P Morgan brought in how many metric tons of cocaine three years ago, and everyone no, that was okay. fentanyl. It, are we sure? I'm almost positive that was a boat of fentanyl. I could it, it could have been. Co- it probably is a little bit of both. It's probably a little bit of both. I mean the way they cut and shit now, but either way, J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. Yeah, they bought in mad bricks. See what I'm saying? I'm not saying that the bricks are not valuable. No, what no, I'm just saying that's how there's the government hides. People hide money through art, right? They hide money through laundromats. The government hides money through fake wars and drugs. Right. Yo, it just hit me. Yeah. Yo, Bitcoin is the stable coin for cocaine. Let me find out the price of coke is tethered to Bitcoin. I'm going to look into that now. I'm going to follow that and I will report back. Yo, I bet you there is something to that. And we can find the answer. While we are civilians, we know people want. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find the answer to that. Actually. Yeah, you could just pay for a brick on the blockchain. I am going. I bet. Yo, I bet you there's some truth to that. Because it'd be too many niggas. Right. That's in the Bitcoin. I, f- I feel like the jewel, right? Like, come on now. These niggas <laughs> buying Bitcoin like this. Because right. I know niggas yeah. who got more than one whole ass Bitcoin. Yo. And I'd be like, now, kind sir, you ain't been to nobody's office. Right. In several years. And you just told me you have three whole Bitcoin. They got, yo. And then, and then think and about it. And they love saying, I bought the dip. Nigga, the dip is 30 grand. <laughs> bought the dip. They bought the drought. No, no, no. The drought, the drought would shoot the price up, wouldn't it? Yes. So they bought the, they bought the, they bought the saturation. Talking about, I bought the dip. <laughs> I bought the dip. Because the dip is still some people's yearly salary. Wow, that's that's very that's very real. It really is. Yeah, the. the I'm gonna follow that. I think there's something I like to that. that. And then, and then, write that down. Write that down. Uh, exhibit B, Hove is in it. Hove is in the Bitcoin heavy. He took uh, uh, an executive position on. Uh, on Cash App or what's what's the company? What's Square. The, Square. They there you Cash go. App, yeah. Yeah, he took he took an executive position with Square, and then right after that, gave away mad bricks. I mean bitcoins. Yeah. 
to to what was like Zimbabwe or something like mm-hmm. that. And El Salvador. There you go. Just made Bitcoin you their see national. What I'm saying, yo, there's something to currency. that, fam. Globalization of cocaine is top. Yo, that the will price explain of that, the Russian fentanyl if they're having to redistribute where the supply is of coke. And now it makes sense why the United States is trying to crack down on it. They want to regulate it, just like they want to regulate everything else, because they know they ain't seeing the money. And one day, because I'm very mad at Jay-Z right now, um, one day we're going to talk about how all of your favorite celebrities are trying to convince you to buy art and that art builds wealth. Oh, well, art is money laundering. That's all it is. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, so yeah. If, if you are talking about buying art and stuff and you have been disillusioned into believing it's going to grow your financial portfolio, yeah. please stop. Just buy art because you like it, yeah. not because it's going to make you rich. It's not. Um, you buy art when you have a lot of money you want to keep. There it is. Not to make any money. Because yeah. all of a sudden this long lost, quote unquote, Basquiat painting mm-hmm. just pops up at Tiffany's. Well, you don't think that's real? You don't think it's long lost? I think it was to hide money. I don't think it. No, I don't think it was lost at all. <laughs> I don't think it was lost at all. It was, lo- it was lost in Blue Room. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, no, I don't think that they own it. I think that Tiffany's absolutely does own it. But I think that it can be valued at whatever they say it's valued at. Hold on. Tiffany's? I don't think Tiffany's owns that. I I think that was part of Hove and Beyonce's private collection. Oh, then I'm I'm definitely rolling with, they can just say it's worth whatever. Yeah. It's never been evaluated. I looked, I'm an art buff, everyone listening. So I've looked into that piece. I was like... Just mysteriously, there is a striking Tiffany blue Basquiat when you have a Tiffany's endorsement with a blood diamond on your back. I'm going to tell you, man, that's 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 a that's a black power move, dog. Like, I don't don't understand Mm. what people don't see about that. That's like. That's ill. But, I think that I mean, minus the blood diamond. I'm not talking about the blood diamond. I think I am beyond. Um wanting black people to also be allowed to be shitty oh okay that's a yeah. whole other conversation yeah that that that's that's why most people feel that way about it and yeah. don't feel like it's a power move because like i'm sick of power moves dog like let's yeah. but um but no that that piece could have been drawn by blue herself last year and he slapped a basquiat signature on it you don't think that happened that happens a lot you don't think that happened a lot of these hidden pieces in collectors collections uh-huh. they're just really they pay people to do a really good knockoff there's a whole story about that i'll actually send it to you that ain't happened that's a it? that's a real thing it happens a lot and you say it's been hidden and i found it from this dealer underground and you can value it at whatever and now let's say you value it at 10 million dollars mm-hmm. that is now 10 million untaxable dollars yeah i need to get into that game I'm gonna be honest. I need to get into that game. I mean, not that I got ten million to hide. No, but like but you, I need to get into that that's game. why you meet a lot of artists who have patrons. So like in the art world, an artist patron is someone who pays them to live their lives so they can just do art, right? Right. So if, I, if you are, if I'm your patron, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you two hundred bucks. Hey, draw this out, make it big. We'll say it's worth this, mm-hmm. so I can tie money up into it. Man, right? Like when we talk about Warhol and Basquiat, they believe a lot of that was going on. Yeah. People were hiding money through his pieces. Yeah. They weren't really valued at that. It makes sense to me. You got to find loopholes, man. And when one doesn't exist, 
you make, you make one. Yeah, so yeah, for the go. so for regular quote unquote people, it's art. For the government, it might be Coke and Bitcoin. There it is. Nah, Bitcoin absolutely is. I'm I'm, I'm gonna follow that thread now. That Bitcoin is is the stable coin for cocaine. I'm gonna follow that thread because <laughs> it makes sense. And if we're being honest, America's one of the only places that has no backing for its currency. I I don't buy that. They have no. We have no in-house backing for its currency. What you mean backing? You mean like it's what a, gives the dollar value? There's no standard to it. There's no, like there's no more gold standards. What you yeah. trying to say? Yeah, like yeah, how I don't think we're the only country that that delves in that. Yeah, that was crazy. To say. Yeah, that's what that's, that that's I don't say. think any yeah. money really is backed. By well, it. and when you're right, because when they try to, they kill them. When Gaddafi was like, "Hey, we should probably back all this shit with some gold." Right. And make um, this bank just one bank right here in this area. We yeah. have the gold and the oil. We can just like say, "Hey, yeah. they they killed him." There you go. Yeah. So yeah, it um, was that was crazy to say. That was really that, naive that, to say. I'm that, sorry. That was a little naive. That was I, I get where you were going. That with was it, elitist. That was very American to say, right? Like just us. Just us. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No. Nah. Got to pray about that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. So we talked about juror number two being anonymous, right? I want to know what she knows because at the end when she was like, I feel bad for the government because they had someone paid to work against them. No, bitch, keep talking. What you mean, huh? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, that's the cliffhanger. Obviously, they're going to discuss that. In I know, but we're not watching ahead. Yeah, yeah, so you're right, like, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I'm, I am dying on the edge of my seat to find out. Because, girl, right. how you know? Well, I mean, to me, again, once uh, uh, not to be juror number, you know, black juror that pointed out the obvious. But when yeah. the, when who, who are the people that draw the people in court? Stenographer? No. No, that's that's the people that type what they say. Who is the court? The court artist. Artist, I, I guess. Yeah, I Dog, the drawing of Miguel Moya. If it's who, if it's who it looked like. Yeah. It looked like yeah, a goonie, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like a goonie. But I guess my question is, how much does she turn down? Because how does she know? She probably don't know. No, she probably just like. My money's on. She knew and turned down some money, and was afraid to say it then. Okay, that's well, my prediction. Here's where I have a problem with stuff like that. When you go and it's kind of like it's back to your art thing, where mm-hmm. it's like you know underground. Whatever. When you when you like put yourself in a silhouette on a documentary, you can kind of say anything you want. Yeah, I was juror number two. True. She probably wasn't even in the room for real. They, they, that could have been. I mean, this could be just like a plot device to take it further, because it's it's mm-hmm. like um, I mean, what's where's the confirmation? Who is she? How can we how can we vet her? Maybe we'll find out next episode, but yeah. I guess like just for the sake of it, right? Yeah. My money is on she turned, she turned down. down some money. So why her specifically and why not why not the other jurors? Is she also Hispanic? I don't know. She's she's silhouetted. <laughs> they don't I say her name. Because the white woman with the really bad wig mm-hmm. said that it was three black jurors, three Hispanic jurors. And she sat with the Caucasian people and she hated saying Caucasian even that always blows my mind how they hate calling themselves white. Right. Um, but I'm wondering if juror number two is also Hispanic. I feel like if I remember correctly in the editing, after she said something about like Caucasian or white, then they showed juror number two. So I feel like she's probably white. Okay. And then listening to her voice, she didn't well then well, that doesn't prove anything. No. George Valdez. George Valdez. <laughs> George Valdez sounds like he definitely Fresh off a like, fucking boat. Call, yeah. Your name is Jorge. Yeah. Billy, if you're listening to this, I want you to call George Valdez <laughs> and tell him his name is Jorge Valdez. <laughs> eh? 
Oh, man, yo. You know, I said I didn't like him in episode two, but I'm not going to lie. I'm starting to like this Albert Krieger guy, man. He's a dick. He is, but he's... You want him to defend you in the court of law. He seems exceptionally good at his job. You know how bad of a person you got to be to be that good of a defense lawyer? Yeah. He just says all the right things, man. Like, even in these interviews, he says all the right things. Well, I wonder how many times his wife has punched him in the mouth. (sighs) Several. She probably got to be a bad... A bad mamma jamma too. See, I, now I'm sounding old. I'm yeah. like, if I just said motherfucker, it would have sounded way iller, right? But no, nah, she probably is a bad bam, uh, like mamma jamma too on a low to be married to somebody that with like that, ty- that, that type of mouth. She's either got extreme patience or she... Or she has punched him in his lip. Or she she cuts people with their tongue too. With her tongue too. Like... Or, yeah, or punch him in the lip. Yeah, maybe. I just feel like if I was married to a... A defense lawyer that successful, mm-hmm. I should be allowed to hit you twice a year. Okay, because you got to be full of shit, yeah. and you gonna come home and try me one day. That's a f- well. She probably like a human lie detector, and like probably he, pro- like, he probably can't get nothing past. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably a lot of who are you talking to yeah. in their house? Because it's, it, yeah, that's a fact. Because <laughs> see, the thing about all right, here's the thing about lawyers: they're probably yes, they're good liars. I'm sure they're good arguers, and that's a problem. Yeah, but like the like the lion to me, like you could tell he's full of shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you could tell he's full of shit, but that's not that's not what's on trial. Whether or not he's full of shit is can you prove I'm full of shit? Right, and, and that's like what makes it sneaky. And like uh, the guy who their aide said, Krieger didn't ruin a witness with a shotgun. Yeah, he ruined you with a needle. Yeah. He just picked you apart until you just, all right, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you probably never lose an argument mm-hmm. against Albert Krieger. You just stop arguing because you're over his shit. Yeah, that's it, too. I mean, because you, you can't compete. He has, a, he has a perfect voice to just dominate your voice. Just to get on my fucking nerves. He's got the right frequency. It's probably got the right amount of, like, lows in the voice and in, in a hollow He probably room. never gets worked up. Yeah. He, like, he'll just, he'll just kill you. Just asking questions. With over. the frequencies. And is and sort of I guess the way he ripped apart Posado to me was kind of ill. Basically, like saying, "Listen, this guy, there has been prosecutors before that basically said this guy is full of shit. So you why shouldn't is believe he here? anything. Yeah, just think about it. Why would he be here? He's here because they cut him a deal to be free. He's mm-hmm. a drug dealer. Like that. He did it to every witness. That honestly, that should be." the number one deterrent for any criminal trying to trying to testify against another criminal is that your honor and your integrity is always going to be a question mark. Yeah. So you so in order for you to sit on that stand, whoever's prepping you and whoever you're sitting in in service of better have like they they just have they better have a defense against the defense. Yeah. You know, because or you got to be willing to wear it. That's it. You got to lean into you, that joint. And if you wear it, you got to understand there might be some time that you want it shaved off, can't get shaved off. There you go. But I think that that that's what Krieger did. It was never about proving them wrong. Mm-hmm. It was about why should I believe you? There you go. They took that it is the um, prosecution's job to prove them guilty thing very seriously. Very, but that that just seems like how you win. Yeah, absolutely. Because I don't have to be right. There you go. You just can't be right. So when they were picked, first of all, they said they had enough money to do three mock trials to to like <sighs> figure out. That's a lot of the, money. But the, I don't know if you know how much that costs. That's a lot that's of money. That's a lot, bro. Now, 
I, I can't free, I can't remember which one of the white powder bar guys said it, but he had it was this guy right here that we're looking at. It looked like fucking Bill uh, Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein, um, <laughs> but I don't remember his name. He said a gem. He, he said I would simply ask them the question that I would ask mm -hmm. is if there's smoke, is does that mean there's fire to you? Like do, yep, you know. And honestly, that question tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. It tells you everything you need to know yeah. about who, who this person is in front of you. And uh, I, th I thought that psychology, th these guys, in addition to being amazing lawyers that know how to work in and outside the bounds of the law, they seem like the illest psychologist of all time. Imagine being married to that. No, I'm good. Like, <laughs> I'm straight. I could not. I'm just sitting here thinking, I wonder how many times their wives have hit them. Yeah. Probably, probably a gang, a gang of times. And they deserved every single one, I'm sure. We don't promote violence here, but. That's a fact. Being married to a defense lawyer that good. It's got to be frustrating. Again, I, two times a year, I mm -hmm. should be allowed to go upside your head. Just two. <laughs> Just two. Just two. Just two. That ain't asking much. At all. And in in, I think in the I think grand it's a fair trade. Things, in the grand scheme of things, that ain't yeah. much. Um, Man. <sighs> These niggas beat this trial, bro. Um, uh, well, for now, right? So well, Willie's still in, right? Right. So at the end, they, and which is crazy because it started out with, all right, we cleared everything but three counts. Mm -hmm. Then just miraculously is one count left. The and they're deadlocked about this one count. The Peggy count, they call the it. The Peggy count. Yeah. But when they come out, everything's not guilty, which mm -hmm. kind of set off the alarm in my head of, hmm, who's in there with them? But whatever. Well, the, I mean, yeah, that's what we're going to get to. But then it becomes a thing of Sal gets out and he's, you know, but Willie is still there because he's a dangerous society because of the federal guns charges. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of out. But also, was this dismissed with, without prejudice or with prejudice? Like, can they be charged mm -hmm. again with better information? Can they mm -hmm. retry them? Like, That's a good question. They, they didn't really make that clear on this, did they? No. Yeah, that's no. a good question. And if it's only so, I'm, I'm sure they can find more accounts yeah. that are more recent. They have people willing to talk. And if Peggy is saying, nah, we worked up until the day, Peggy can provide more things to be indicted against. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And not even that. The fact that Rika and uh, Peggy served more time than these niggas did. That's that's crazy. Nuts. Or at least more than Sal. Poor Cabeza. Because we don't know how long Willie stayed in. Cabeza found out they them niggas getting free and was like, shit, I got 12 years. And that's why you shouldn't have cooperated. You should have wrote it out. No, you Cabeza this... didn't cooperate. Yes, he did. He took the plea deal. Oh, he did? He took a plea deal. Oh, shoot, Cabeza. Now, had he just rolled with them, he also would have had the white powder bar. And yeah. would have gone home. Yeah. Would have been able to go to church with Sal. Yeah. That's wild. Um, I, is it just me or does it seem like there is a huge age, I'm not going to say age difference, but like, be, okay, when they show these old photos of Sal and then they show Sal after he got out of prison, it looked like he aged 30 years. He looked like a whole different person. He looks worn out. Yeah. Like cocaine took his hair. <laughs> Cause he had a luscious mane when he was when he was riding in boats, bro. The stress of three girlfriends took his hair. That too, that too. My, I mean, see, OJ came out still, still had it when he came out, right? 
Still had it. OJ still got hair right now, but when you evil, you live a long time and you live good, apparently. Ugh, but Sal, boy, it looked man. But also, OJ convinced him. There's a theory about OJ I was introduced to that I might believe now. So maybe OJ really didn't do it. Um, you out your mind if you think OJ didn't kill them people. There is a theory that I have been introduced to that seems credible to me that it was his son that did it. OJ's have son? Have you heard that, that theory? No. There's a theory that his son is the one who actually did it. And that's why the chase was along to help. So his son had time to clean stuff up. That's yeah. Like I'll, I'll show you where I got it from, but is did you get it from YouTube? No, no. Like people provided evidence. Like, this is why we believe this. Like there really is. How old was his son? I think like 19. He didn't do it. There's no 19. There's no 19 year old in the history of 19 year olds that knows how to clean up after themselves. And especially in a double homicide. No, no, no. That case wasn't cleaned up. I just mean it's to clean up himself, not like clean up the, the crime scene. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, I mean, because. But they it, never would have to look at his son if OJ let himself be taken in. So right, here's the thing about theories like this, right? It could be full of shit. I'm just saying that. It's absolutely you know, full of shit. Don't get me wrong. I'm team OJ did it. But now, again, there's a shadow of a doubt for me. Do you, all I'm saying. Do you think somebody. Do you. Think, I think my daddy would do it for me. He'd take no, no, for me. no. I'm not even talking about that. Oh. Who in their right mind, a civilian fucking investigator, <laughs> has has access to that much information to put that kind of case together? You don't think all these white folks wanted OJ no, no, down? No. Like, I think that once he was um, found not guilty, you can't try him again anyway. So you can release whatever you want to release. Who can release what they want to release? Anybody. Anybody. Once you're you're found not guilty. So everybody can say whatever they want to say now. Who's any lawyer? Like it, it's not gonna incriminate you. So because did, you've been found not guilty already. But what I'm saying is, did this theory come from another lawyer? Did this theory come from an ex an ex police investigator, detective? They were involved in it, yes. They referenced them, yes. All right, shoot me what you got. Bro. I will. Because so I, 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 I got to see this. Man, Again, because... I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it's cast a shadow of a doubt. Because I'm very much team OJ did that shit. OJ, but yeah. this is like, oh, something to look into. Right. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Um, I'm not asserting his innocence at all. You know what I mean? Because I mean, he then came out and wrote a book called, I Didn't Do It. Well, here's but the if thing. I did. OJ's mad unbothered. Like he's because they'll kill you if you get in his. That's what I'm saying. Like if I went to if, if if like um if I was convicted, not convicted, but if I was accused of double homicide, right? And my I, ex and her boyfriend, you'd never hear from me again, right? That I was like insanely in love with, right? Because that was part of the whole mm-hmm. thing, insanely in love with. And I'm sorry, we talking about OJ. Yeah, I, you whatever. didn't come here for this. none of my business. But he's far too unbothered in life. OJ don't give a goddamn. Yeah, like he feeds into it almost. That's what I'm saying. You don't do that if you if you innocent, bro. Like Actually, I don't know. I might troll like that if I let it. Nah, and everybody just decided. Nah, because that's you playing with fire. You playing with fire. You unbothered because it's like yo, I got up. Like nah, yeah, man's man. did it, bro. Pro- probably. Man's like I'm not it. gonna say he didn't. And, do I, it. and I can't wait to. I hope OJ. Okay, here's here's what I hope. And I'm sorry about this, but this on is on his what deathbed. I hope. He admits it. Yes, yeah. I hope OJ lives long enough to die from natural causes and give that family some closure and and, and give the world some closure because yeah. the family's probably going to be long gone by then. Yeah, nigga did that shit. Yeah, just like just so everybody can put this to rest. <laughs> okay, I, it's kind of to rest because again, OJ Orenthal James Simpson Orenthal. 
wrote a book. <laughs> the Juice. The Juice. Wrote a book. I'm not making this up. Yeah. Titled, I Did Not Do It, But If I Did. Yeah. And yeah. talked about killing that woman and her, and her boyfriend. Well, there was like a whole special on it, too. They did like, in addition to the book, there was like a... That shit with Cuba Gooden Jr.? No, 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 no. Not that. There was like a... It was almost like a reality show. I can't explain it. Like what Go the to format hell, was. I got if I find it, I'll send it to you. But yeah. they were, they did like a whole show where he did an interview. He basically was an interview with a woman. The woman who like uh, I guess blew the whole story open. I don't know. I, if I find it, I'll send it to okay. you. But he did an interview with basically on the same pretense. Of, well, if I did it, and he kind of said it verbally, I would have done. Did, did, did. Oh, yeah, all fucking yeah. James. Man, this is crazy. Bronco. I don't even know how we got on him. I don't, how did we get there? Oh, ju- I think because the th- this trial happened sort of around the same time. Yes. And they were kind of showing it. Yeah. Uh, yo, can we talk about the U.S. attorney that after he loses, I think his name was Kendall Coffee. Mm-hmm. After he loses, <laughs> first of all. No, no, wait. <laughs> we're going to start. Kendall Coffee was involved on the on the fed side for the noriega case as well right and went up against one of the white powder bars as well right so you would think that he'd be prepared for a high profile case such as this well what happened with nor i guess the question would be what happened with noriega in that situation he was jailed for a time but not for what was owed probably okay but so i can see you coming off of that with some arrogance depending on where it went yeah Right, and not saying that the not saying the prosecution acted arrogant because it seemed like they took their job very seriously. No, they acted arrogant, refusing that twenty years and forty million and all those names. That proffer, they acted they, very arrogant. But should have taken the profit. But if you if you know if you know without a shadow of a doubt that if you feel like you got these guys, twenty years isn't enough. You should never feel like that though, especially on a jury case. Yeah. If but, it was just a bench case, which you wouldn't have a bench case in this. Right. But. I think that's the only time you you should feel that way. But if not, people are fickle, and groupthink yeah. is real. And you are you're trying them in the city that they helped, like they yeah. they were robbing. They Hoods. were on home team. Yeah, they yeah. had home court advantage. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. It was arrogance to believe that just because you yeah. think you're right, that everyone else would agree with you. Yeah, yeah. That's that's very true. That's Pride cometh before the fall. It, the fall came. Cause that nigga. <laughs> He went to the strip club, Six. Listen, I, after a long day, I too want titties and wings, right? No, like, that ain't where I'm going. I don't know. And he you, went to lipstick back in the day. <laughs> lipstick was a thing. But, but what, are you, what are you seeking? What, what are you looking for? Titties you just, and wings. What do you mean? Have you seen titties before? I've seen plenty of titties. They're nice. And titties are perfectly after fine. After a stressful day... I would like... To, I don't even like titties, right? After a stressful day, I don't mind having one in my hand. Yeah, a good lemon pepper wing. I don't. So there a, titty aren't many, in, a titty in the left hand, a wing in the right hand. Listen, ain't and that many, solves a lot of problems. Ain't many problems that I can think of that cannot be fixed by sh- some of the best food I've ever had in my life. Not being funny, has been inside of a strip club. Yeah, in the words of the great Nipsey Hussle, "Pussy that does not persuade me." Okay. No, no, no I don't want to be persuaded. I want to be distracted. I had a hard day. Yeah, but that okay. Bad decision. He <laughs> Bad went decision. and bit the he he went and bit the poor girl poor on babe. the arm. I'm okay. sure, which lets me know she was simply on his lap, yeah. trying to make him feel better. How was your day, sugar? You know, you know, a stripper gonna talk to you like you love her life, right? You're the only one that matters to her right now. But what's the biting about? He, 
went off the deep end. And he was coked out of his. He took out, one of them bricks that they stuffed in evidence locker, popped it open, treated his nose, the whole, like a whole eight ball, treated sh- his nose straight to the nostril, and then went to the strip club. See, that's the problem with hiding <laughs> evidence. You get yourself in, in situations like this. There's no reason that a grown man should be at the strip club after you lose taxpayers' money the way you just did. That's irresponsible, man. <laughs> you should be at home with your wife. That's what I'm saying. You had free titties at the crib. Y'all supposed you supposed to go somewhere with the rest of the niggas you lost with, and y'all just you sit should be and at a suck. pub. Yeah, there you go. Go to Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> go to Cheers with the rest of the niggas you lost <laughs> with, and you talk about what y'all did wrong and how to come back better. How next to time. come? You know what I'm saying? Like, but instead, he went to the strip club. A titty and a wing, and he bit that poor lady, and her dumbass said. He's lucky he bit me. If he had bitten anybody else, he would have had a black eye. I know. Duh. I know. That was a little too. That was that was a little too tame. Right. Response from Shorty. I know, baby. And then he got fired. Yeah. Well. Yeah. He had to step down. Yeah. For sure. Because what you in the strip club wilding out like this for? Yeah. No. You. Yeah. Coke. There you go. Treated your nose. There you go, man. And 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 that is that. On that. What's oh. your prediction? Episode four. I think we're definitely going to get into who was paid off in the jury. We agree it was Moya, right? I mean, I by everybody who was presented to us and by that drawing yeah. that, the, that the court artist did, it definitely seemed like Moya. I think it was Moya, and I think that Shorty turned some money down. Oh, and you think that's why they blacked her out? Mm-hmm. Why do you just... I'm Listen, man, if you're... Oh, you know what this, I think? Huh. I think that she turned the money down and she told that someone got paid. And that's why she's blacked out. Oh, uh, but I think yo, she told. My thing is this. I can't say man. snitch because who is she? But I think she told. Yo, if you did something of that magnitude, right? I'm talking for. If, if you do something of that magnitude and you potentially have the Colombian cartel on your ass, right? You should not be here with us. Why is you in Billy Corbin's document? Why, how can why did Billy Corbin find you? How, why? How did he find you, how? sweetheart? Because if Billy Corbin can find you, yeah. See, but that goes into why I don't believe whenever they black people out like this mm-hmm. that they're really involved the way that they are. Say that they're involved. I think it's done for dramatic purposes. I think it's done for. Um, I think it's done for exhibition. Because it's just very easy to say, yeah, I, I was there. I can tell you everything I know, but please don't show my face. And especially when they don't show them and alter the voice. Yeah. Oh, my God. It, it, that's my that's my brother sitting up there. You understand what I'm saying? Touché. Like, like you could just, it's anybody. Touche. Yeah. So my well, thing is I think like, that's the story they'll sell us. How's that? For sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and thank you for doing such because- it does add to the dramatic, the, the dramatic effect of the whole documentary mm-hmm. when you got somebody without harming anyone. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's it's actually really genius on a production level. Yeah, you know, because you could just because all anything. this is mostly speculation. They can't prove anything. Yeah. Like yeah, Sal go. and Willie aren't in this to our knowledge. So there you go. And then even if you do your own research and you find out who this potential jury it, juror is, you know, there's just so much plausible deniability like no that's not her yeah and if it was i couldn't tell you anyway yeah and, you know she she re, she did she didn't sign a release bro <laughs> right <laughs> that sort of there thing. there was no nda or nothing yeah. what do you think happens with peggy because we're not done with peggy because peggy was very proud of himself snitching well like, clearly he's literally. alive so i don't i mean i don't know what, what happens to Pe- i mean 
I don't know, witness protection? No. Now I'm looking at him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Peggy went home after they had a baby, and that was that. No, Peggy went to jail. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did go to jail. Yeah. Um, Willie was still in jail. Uh, so what, you think something happened there? I don't know. I just feel like that's important to note. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're just calling out what, you know. The potentials, yeah. yeah. I, I want them to sort of revisit what ended up happening to Peggy's sister and Willie's brother. Yeah, yeah Tavi and, uh, and, and Peggy's sister. I want to know, you know, I mean, you kind of blew the top off that and said that they got killed, that they got murdered, but. At least uh, that's what I thought you said. I thought you said uh-uh. you did. Okay. Um, I want to know what happened. I want them to revisit that. I want the, I want to find out this whole Marilyn Bo- uh, Bonachera. Bonachera. Yeah. I she wa- did. Mm-mm. I want to find out what. I'm holding on to her being a snake. Yeah. Well, she, clearly. Because why you st- you still here? Yeah. After you stole the millions. His wife gone, but you here. I want to know, just because I haven't researched, I want to know what the deal is with Willie and Sal. Like, are they still alive? I've they... wanted to look that up so bad, yeah, but I I've haven't. Yeah, I've been good. I've been yeah, good. Yeah. I have wanted to look at that so bad. Yeah. I feel like we, you know, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like they, I don't feel like they're with us any longer for whatever reason, whether it's, you know, old. I mean, because listen. Too much is being said openly, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, Sal, Sal aged 30 years in 10 years. So, right, so, so if just he had by, done three more years in jail. You see what I'm saying? 120. Yeah. That guy. He so, would have gone on home to glory. Like. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else from a loose end perspective that I hope they revisit? Nothing comes to mind. Mine either. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm here for the ride. They, they find a new way. To sort of like keep the 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 roller coaster going higher, man. I so. want more from Billy Corbin. This is really good. Oh yeah, well this I, is really good. He, I mean, you know, he's got of course the first two cocaine cowboys, and he seems to be an activist in Miami. Yeah, like following him on social media, like he's very involved in like Miami well, politics and such, which is so, nice to see. So I'll say this because this is kind of his calling card. Okay. Every every documentary he does is rooted in Miami. So he's got the cocaine cowboy joints. Um, he did the documentary on the U, on okay. um, you know the the Florida football team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only I've seen one, that and had no idea that was who did that. Okay. Yeah, Billy. I think it was a thirty for thirty. As a yeah. matter of fact, um, there's another. This one wasn't necessarily rooted in Miami, but um, he did the broke documentary about the NFL players. Like it was a documentary basically about NFL players that retired. And lost all their money. That came out a long. That sounds familiar. It was a while ago when that came out. That right? was a while ago. Yeah. I was I was like a teenager, something like that. No, I don't think it's that long. It was maybe about maybe maybe it was like seven eight years ago. Um, I, I wasn't think, a teenager. I think, I think that came years, out. I, and I think that that's why I said maybe. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't be knowing. I was in my early twenties, so same yeah, thing. Yeah, you were probably still like teenage minded at that point. Yeah, I would imagine. I was probably still outside wilding out. There you go. Um, I think he did that documentary, but. Yeah, for the most part, like his stories are very much rooted in Miami. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so um, so he's like the U of Miami. There you go. <laughs> I guess so. Um, cool, man. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to episode four. Yes. Um, don't forget, we are a thousand percent doing Fifty Cent's BMF when it comes out. Absolutely, we yeah. are already starting on the plan for that. Already starting on, like Tracy said, talking about merch. Yep. We already have like our little spiel and stuff. We're excited. We're ready. Yeah, yeah. So this train is gonna keep going. Someone threw out the idea. Um, I retweeted it on our Twitter, 
But then she privately messaged me and was like, hey, I think it'd be really dope if you guys covered stories that are hard to find. Like, even if we just do one-offs of, like, how you're always telling me, have you heard such and such about this dealer, this that dealer? Yeah, maybe we should. Like, yeah, yeah stuff that maybe doesn't necessarily have, like, documentaries and stuff. But Just research it, talk about it. Because one thing the two of us are pretty, seeming pretty good at is the history behind this stuff. Yeah, tying it together, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and, and you know what? Al Prophet needs some competition because I'm tired of that guy. I'm tired like of that. Voice. I don't like his voice. He pronounces some words and I'd be like, yo, fam, stop. They're in podcasting. Like I, I appreciate people who reach out and say things like, oh, I like you guys voice. I like hearing you guys talk mm-hmm. because there are a lot of podcasts that I wish that I could enjoy, mm. but I can't because I hate hearing them talk. Interesting. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm very voice particular. Okay. And I, I'm sure other people are like that. So oh. like I turn on the podcast and it looks super interesting. I'm, and I'm just like hearing them talk and it's like, oh God, I can't do this. Yeah, I got oh, you. Oh God, no. I got you. I know I know what you're saying. So yeah. yeah, I think that's something we should consider. I like that idea. You know, we don't have to make it like super often, but just pick some stories, spread them out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really encourage you and the listeners too to look into look into the Philadelphia Black Mafia. That that I wouldn't mind. Maybe I that'll w- be the first one we do. I wouldn't mind talking about that, man. Okay. Uh yeah, yeah. We'll talk off mic about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's 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 some background to that. But um Anyway, man, uh, what, what, give them the social six. I mean, Barbara Bush. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Barbara I think, Bush. yo, I think I made it through without cursing 10 times. I'm uh, like under 10. I think we I did. We can count back. 10. I don't believe you, but we're definitely going to count back. I think back. it was under 10. Because oh. I even changed shit for shoes. You just said shit, though. I know. I'm probably like at my seven limit. Okay. Yeah, I'm probably like at seven. We'll count later. Um, all right. Follow us on Instagram at Grams of Snow Pod. Mm hmm. On Twitter, it's just grams of snow. Yep. And we are officially on the major podcast yes. platforms now. We're on it, Apple, finally. Yeah, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor. Um, man, make sure you subscribe, things. man. Subscribe and share us. Yes, and, uh, yes, yes. Tell your friends that we are a thousand percent coming for 50s BMF. Baby so. BMF. And we're going to get to live tweet again as a family. Yeah. Come back, BMF. You guys seem to really enjoy that. Y'all love dragging me for filth. Yeah. So... I love it. Of course you do. Yeah, man. Jerk. Grams of snow. Bye, friends. This has been an On Ear Network production.